0: Hey everybody, how's it going? It's Gabriel Menchaca. This is our final entry into the series of First. And so the whole emphasis of this series was to kind of talk about how to prioritize God in our life, how to prioritize our relationship with our Heavenly Father, uh, how to prioritize uh, walking as a better Christian, not just in our personal life, but in our home, in our surroundings, but to put God first. And hopefully it's challenged you or edified you in in some way. But this is the the last sermon and it's actually of the book of Matthew chapter 13 verses 44 through 46 and it says this, the kingdom of heaven is like treasure hidden in a field which a man found and covered up. Then in his joy he goes and sells all that he has and buys that field. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant in search of fine pearls who on finding one pearl of great value went and sold all that he had and bought it. So the value of, of your treasure. So... Jesus was not talking about treasure here on earth, and I want to make that clear. He was not specifically talking about uh, our finances or economic well-being. Jesus taught us through parables, which are basically metaphorical stories, usually that that he would teach the crowd, and we take these, and we look at our own life, and we can actually apply a lot of the principles and the areas that Jesus was trying to teach us about. And so in this particular one, he was teaching us the understanding of, of value, the understanding of how we should value the gospel, the kingdom of heaven. And he teaches us that it's like a treasure hidden in a field which a man finds and he goes and sells all that he has and then goes back and buys the field. Well, first he covered up the treasure to make sure no one else took it, which is kind of funny because uh, Jesus is saying the kingdom of heaven is like this. And we, we all want to share the gospel. We want to share it. But Jesus teaches it was so precious. It's something so precious that someone says, you know, this is mine. Like, I, I, I own this. I want to own this. This is mine. I have to do all I can to make sure that this belongs to me. And so what we value, we put in first place. And that's something that's a universal truth. We can go to any country and find the things that they value in first place. You know, if you were to travel to India, uh, you would see cows having free roam because there's a there's a sort of value on the cow in India that is not present in the state of Texas, for example. You know, there's there's a lot of stakes in Texas, so uh, it's an interesting thing that we can see what people value they put in first place place. So have you ever seen a bride during her her wedding planning phase? You know, my wife, you know, it was focused. It was like, this is what I'm going to do. You know, this is how we got to do it. Trying to make things happen, trying to plan and coordinate. And so a bride during her wedding planning phase is someone that you really just, you know, if you're not talking about the wedding, you're a waste of time. You know, it's just someone that's very focused. and, And she has that one day that she's planning for, that it's, it's the emphasis of her life. And so, and we could see that uh, with a student during finals, a student during final exams, they spend all their time focused on those finals. You know, the the stress, the anxiety of like, oh man, I got to do this. I got to pay attention. I got to focus. I got to be studying. I got to be doing this, you know, and I can't do anything else. Don't call me. Don't talk to me. You know, I got to do finals. And what we know is that when you value something, it becomes paramount in your life. A boxer getting ready for a fight, you know, they have to go through such rigorous training that it takes up their life, literally. When the way they sleep, the way they eat, everything about them uh, in training and getting preparing for a fight, getting ready for a fight, it changes their whole life to get ready for that moment. And so... What we know is that when you value something, when it's a priority in your life, all of your plans change. Everything changes. You know, your life changes when you value something. When it's a priority, everything changes. You have one focus, and that focus becomes first in your life. The first thing in your life changes everything around you. I'll say that again. The first thing in your life changes everything around you uh, nothing else matters whatever is in first place nothing else matters you know when a, when a um when a couple starts to date you know uh, I, I can speak for a guy at least you know it's it's that that focus of of my wife who when we started dating she was the focus it was everything was kind of centered around like well how can i spend more time with my wife vanessa you know, and, and even in that priority, uh, everything changed. You know, uh, there's a joke that, you know, if you have a lot of friends as a guy, once you get into a real relationship, you know, pretty much your friends say goodbye to you because that's the focus. That's the priority. And, and a good, healthy friendship always goes through that and they, they make it through, no problems. But the reality is that when something is first in your life, there is a priority centered around that. You know, before the the scripture I read, Jesus teaches us in Matthew chapter 6, verses 19 through 20, it says this Do not lay up for yourselves treasures on earth, where moth and rust destroy, where thieves break in and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where neither moth nor rust destroys, and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. So we know this, wherever your treasure is, there your heart is also. And so when Jesus teaches us this parable about how the kingdom of heaven is like a treasure that a man finds, we know that the heart of a man is going to be specifically in the place that the treasure is. So the man will seek after the treasure. He will prioritize the treasure. Everything he has will be sold to procure or obtain or get, get a hold of to own that treasure. I remember when I was learning to drive a uh, stick shift or manual, uh, my cousin Beto taught me in his old car, and uh, we we, he, we went to like a, a parking lot or something, and he just he said he explained it to me, he told me told me about the clutch, you know, he told me about first gear, second gear, third gear, you know, not to put it in reverse. We want to go forward, you know, uh, uh, to make sure that everything was in order. He taught me, and then we tried it. And so what happened was, you know, uh, I was actually really nervous, my cousin's car, I don't want to wreck his car, so I'm doing my best. But, you know, I was able to get into first and go, no major problems. And, and I remember thinking that, man, like, you know, even now, you know, recognizing that, that you know, a lot of times we could be sitting in neutral and, and just thinking that by pressing the accelerator, we're going to go somewhere. But see, first place. First gear requires movement from us. It requires our our intentional positioning of our life. Just the same way you have to shift a gear, you have to put it into first, and then and then there's still some movement that has to happen. You have to release the clutch and accelerate at the same time and getting the timing right. Otherwise you stall out. And you know, a, a lot of times in the learning process of putting things into first gear, we stall out. And that's okay because what do you do? You turn the vehicle off, you put it in neutral, you know, you, you get everything set up and you start again. And eventually, as you practice and as you move forward, you begin to understand. You begin to understand the timing and getting things right, and you start to move forward. And the the worst case scenario is this, that you would be sitting in a car, pressing the accelerator in neutral, hoping to get some forward movement going. And that's just the reality of our lives when we're not putting God into first. When we're not making that shift into first gear, we are not being intentional about putting things into priority, and, and like I said, even if we stall out, we're at least trying. We're starting to understand, and I and I want to encourage you today that no matter what has happened, that even you know, maybe you put it into first, you stalled out, and it's been ten years. You know, it's time. It's time to put it back into gear. It's time to get moving again. Uh, no matter how much that you think that it was a worthless cause, in the end, you have learned something. You have learned how to put God first. And and no one's perfect. No one's perfect. But we know that we have a a heavenly Father who loves us and a Savior who has died for us. And that our our intentionality does not come because we so desire uh, um, God just like that. We know that Scripture teaches us He loved us first. We know that He loves us. He loves you the way you are. And that's what drives us to move forward. That we know that He loves us. First is the place that God needs to be in order for your life to move forward. God has to be in first place. He has to be that first gear. You know, a lot of times it'll, you'll feel like you're going fast, but you're really going nowhere. You know, the car may be rolling, but you really aren't going at the speed that God has set for you. Is the truth of the gospel in the place it needs to be in your life? That's that's the question for you today. Is the truth of the gospel in the place that it needs to be in your life? What treasure is first in your life? That's the question I'll leave with you today. What treasure is first in your life? I'll leave you with this. It is time to put God as priority in first place. To put that gear into first place and to start moving forward.